could my mind be the thing that's stopping me from being a better rider? Well, shit. Probably is. Well, welcome back. I'm Scott Purdom. I want to thank you guys so much for listening in here. Today is going to be a fun little conversation. We're going to be talking about why it is that I do not have rhythm on a horse. It's because of one simple thing. We're going to talk about this simple thing as to why I don't have the rhythm. And then I'm going to talk about how I can get it. It may come as a shocker to some and the others might be like, well, no shit, Sherlock. The bottom line, the reason I don't have rhythm has nothing to do with my mobility, flexibility, or riding ability. It actually all stems from one thing. In fact, when we get control of this one thing, or we at least push it off to the side and say, hey, stop trying to kick in here and stop trying to do this job for me. I've got it on my own. Most everyone has the ability to have 10 times better rhythm if we do just this one thing. What is that one thing? Well, we're going to get to that in due time. But we have to talk about why we don't have the rhythm. What is it that's stopping us? And the answer to the what is our mind. We get in our own head. We get in our own way because we overthink most of these things. Right? If we start thinking about what we need to do with our horse, we start thinking about how we need to move. Generally speaking, our body reacts much slower than it should. And because it reacts much slower, we're usually then behind the rhythm of the horse, right? So if we think that our hips have to move in a certain way, or we need to move our body in X, Y, or Z direction, the problem becomes, I've now thought about it. I now think that I need to do it now. And then by the time I actually do it, it's at least a split second behind. And that split second can mean rhythm or no rhythm. So we need to be able to figure out how do we get our mind out of our own way. And of course, the mind works in a funny way, right? If I sit here and I say, do not think about an elephant. <laughs> what is the first thing your mind goes to? Exactly, an elephant. The more I think, don't think, <laughs> well, now I'm thinking even more about how do I not think? How do I just clear my mind? How do What does a clear mind even look like? I just start going down the rabbit hole. Holy crap, I can't even clear my mind. And now I'm just going off the deep end because I'm trying way too damn hard. So what do we need to do? We need to play some mind games on ourselves. We need to try to trick ourselves. And it actually is easily done. So I'm going to tell you something. But here's the thing. Here's the solution for you. You have to focus in on the exercise at hand. If you just focus in on one thing, your body will follow and do the rest for you without even thought behind it. If you focus in on what it is your body's supposed to do during the process, during the exercise, if you focus in on the other little details that happen, then you still won't make this correct. It won't work for you. We need to create just one focus point on our mind. Because here's what you have to remember. What is so amazing about your body and your mind is how well it actually works together and how well it works together in the subconscious for you to be able to do every little thing without thought, right? For example, do you think about breathing every day? Do you think about 
what your body has to do in order for you to get up and walk or to be able to make breakfast, make lunch, whatever, you know, the common mundane things that you do every single day, take no thought whatsoever. It just happens. So unless it's your very first ride or beginning rides, I should say, your brain has probably already figured out exactly how the horse moves and what it needs to do in order to be in rhythm with them. But because we as humans, we love to overthink the process, what ends up happening is we consistently start thinking about every little detail that has to happen. And because we think of these things and we put them in the conscious mind versus the subconscious mind, we end up over-processing it so much to a point that we get behind the horse's rhythm because it becomes too late by the time it actually gets to the body. So we start focusing in on only one thing. And why one thing? And that's because our mind actually does not have the ability to multitask. Now, those of you sitting there thinking, well, I have the ability to multitask. I can drive my car. I can look in the rearview mirror. I can eat. I can talk at the same time while putting on lipstick. Men, I know that's what you're doing. But you think to yourself that that's multitasking. And by definition, maybe that is. But let me ask you a question about a time frame that you might be driving in your car. The radio is up and you get lost. What do you need to do to the radio in order to find your way out of that lost situation? You need to turn it down, don't you? Because for some reason, you can't see while the radio was on. That's the definition I'm talking about. When it's in the conscious mind, when you're having to think about things, you cannot multitask. Your brain cannot process in that way. Now, I call it conscious versus subconscious, and I want you to understand there's actually a lot more technical uh, terms that go into this. However, I'm trying to make this very simple for you to think about. So I always say conscious versus subconscious just to kind of give you an understanding. And I like to almost think of it myself. If I have files, right, if I had a physical file that goes into my conscious brain, I like to pull that file out and put it in my subconscious, things I don't think about, if you will. So if I know this about my brain, I like to actually use this to help me figure out what it is that I need to do next in order to make something work for me. Instead of putting things in my conscious brain, I'm going to start to put them and file them away into subconscious. But I recognize, again, that if I try to say to myself, don't think about it, what's going to happen, I'm going to think about it. That's where it comes down to having just one thought. And the first thing I'm going to talk to you about is just the concept, the thought of forward. Now, you're going to say to yourself, of course, I think about forward. I need the horse to be able to go forward. So that's what I'm going to think about. But I'm going to say, really make it more simple than that. Think about forward in a perspective of Ricky Bobby. <laughs> For those of you who get the reference, you understand that Ricky Bobby just, all he wants to do is go fast. Now, if you've never watched the movie Talladega Nights, then you'd have absolutely no idea of this reference. But if you have seen it, you do understand that there's really only one thought in this man's brain, and that's, I want to go fast. And so if you start to think in that same mannerism, I want to go fast, your body is going to react a little bit differently. And if you are a person that's always behind the horse's rhythm, you start thinking, I want to go fast. Now, I'm not telling you to sit there and kick on the horse to actually make them go fast. I'm saying that your brain says, I want to go, and your body just follows what happens. You actually start to perch yourself a little forward. Now, I'm not saying that that's the perfect riding position, perched forward. I'm just telling you what your body ends up doing, okay? You can kind of put yourself back in a proper position later. 
But if your body starts to perch a little forward and say, let's go, you're going to start to notice a little bit of rhythm coming from your seat. You're going to start to push a little bit more. And you're probably going to over-exaggerate your pelvis just a little bit more in the process of trying to say, hey, please move forward. Now, again, as I remind you, I'm not asking you to uh, physically kick on your horse to say, go, go faster. But I am trying to say, get in your mind that I want to go fast. And the more that I think I want to go fast, your rhythm is going to start to make a change. But you have to promise me this one thing. The only thing you think about is I want to go fast and see what happens. You're going to instantly change everything about your rhythm from just that one thought. But again, I warn you, if you think about all of the things that it should be doing by saying, I want to go fast, you will not be successful. I can guarantee it. So put that in your mind. I want to go fast and see how it works out for you. Another thing you can do is a really great trick. We call it the hand trick. Now you can do different variations of this trick, mind you. And I'm just going to kind of share with the most popular one that works on most people. And mind you, this doesn't work on everyone. So you have to give it a try, see if it works and, you know, move forward from there. But this trick works so, so well to try to get a person to be able to get the natural rhythm of the horse, especially when you're talking about like a seated trot or a a seated canter, being able to get the rhythm with the horse can be difficult. And what you have to recognize is again, that you're behind the horse because of the mind, most likely. Even if you aren't fully behind the horse because of just the mind, you feel it's your physical abilities, I can guarantee you that your mind is at play as well. And even if your mind isn't fully at play, this hand trick can truly help you be able to get in rhythm with a horse during, especially with these two gates. So what you're going to do, again, you must only think of this one thing, is you're going to grab both reins and put them in your outside hand. Okay, so let's say you're going to the left in a circle, you need to put both reins uh, in your right hand. And you're going to take your left hand and you're going to put it out beside you. Now you can range between it being out beside you, 45 degree angle uh, to your body or directly in front of you. Find what works best for you. But if you put it out beside you, here's what you have to do with it. Your main thought, your one and only thought is to hold your arm completely still. So if I put my hand completely out flat facing down, I'm going to be thinking only about my arm being completely still. And the more still it is, the better I'm going to ride. I want you to think so much about it that I need you to look at it. I want your eyes and your head to literally look at your arm and see if it's holding completely still. If it's not, I can guarantee you're not riding better. You're 100% focus, and I know I'm drilling this into you because I can guarantee you're gonna make mistakes. But your 100% focus is on getting that hand and arm completely still. You're even allowed to tense your arm up or do whatever it takes to get that stillness and let your body do the rest. Now from there, you should notice if you have that hand completely still, you're going to be super smooth riding with the horse. I mean, it's going to feel like butter. It's going to feel amazing. The night and day difference that you can have by using this hand trick can really change everything about your riding. Now, I know it seems kind of too good to be true. One small little 
tip like that changes everything, but it really is that simple. In fact, we have videos on our YouTube channels. We have videos on our TikTok. We have videos on our membership site on how this trick works and many more tricks, of course, but how this trick works. And it truly is amazing. And sometimes you just have to make little variations of it. If you find that it's not working 100% for you, just create little variations of it. But here's kind of the theory behind it. You ever been driving, you know, in your car as the driver and you're sipping on an open glass of martini? I mean, drink. I'm just kidding. Don't drink and drive. But you have an open drink in your hand and you see a pothole coming. When you see that pothole coming, what do you generally do with your arm? You kind of like create like a shock absorber, if you will, with that arm and hand, right? So that way the drink doesn't spill on your lap. Well, when you're creating this shock absorbing system, number one, you're not thinking about this shock absorbing system, meaning it just kind of happens. Why? Because your midsection is completely still due to the fact that you're sitting in a car in the manner which you are. In order to keep the drink from spilling, your hand and arm needs to do the work. Well, we're going to kind of go in complete opposite of that thought. In order to get your hand to completely hold still, something has to absorb that shock, doesn't it? Guess where that is? Your midsection. So if your midsection absorbs the shock, that's the only way your arm can hold still. But I promise you, your body will do it without you having to think about it. Because if you think about it using as a shock absorber, you won't get it. Focus on your arm. Let your mind tell your body the rest of what it needs to do in order to hold it still. One little simple trick like that can change the way that you ride. Hell, add both of the tricks that I told you to it and night and day differences can happen. Problems that you felt that you had with your horse might just dissipate. Because I always talk about over 95% of all problems are, riding problems especially, are the way that we communicate with our horse. And if we communicate in a certain way, meaning we're behind the rhythm of the horse, it's not really a shocker that the horse might think that you want something else of them. And so if you're behind the rhythm and you're questioning why my horse stops all the time or why my horse tends to pick up speed all the time when I don't want them to, my rhythm could actually be the thing doing that. When I'm out of rhythm with the horse, the horse has two options. Well, it has three. One is just take the, uh, take the person out of rhythm and just do what they know is correct to do. Or the more likely chance is every time that you're out of rhythm, the horse is either thinking they want me to go faster or I feel unbalanced, so I'm going to stop. It really just depends on the horse and what direction they go. So solve for this actual problem, and these things will start to go away. So there you have it, guys. I hope you have enjoyed these, uh, these little quick tips. If you guys have any questions, feel free to let me know. You can always contact us on uh, Facebook or email. Uh, we have every which way from Sunday of ways to get a hold of us. And if you would be so kind to leave a review on, if you're doing Apple Podcasts, please leave a five-star review. If you feel that this isn't five-star worthy, well, do what hopefully your mother taught you. And if you have nothing nice to say, we'll keep your damn mouth shut. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next time. <laughs>